Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first South Point Session podcast uh, with me, Pastor Josh, and uh, me, Pastor Matt. Pastor Matt. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, we're so glad that you've uh, chosen to join us um, over the next, you know, days, weeks, months, years, decades, maybe even centuries, potentially millennia. Uh, no, that's not true. We're going to uh, do this once a week where we kind of um, hash out what we said on uh, Sunday and we get to actually work through some of the stuff that uh, that was said by Pastor Matt or by me or even the guests that come through. We'll have guests on here and do a bunch of different things. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to go through exactly how the weekend went. That was the first time in like 18 months that uh, South Point got together. Yeah, it uh, was a little bit exciting, and I didn't sleep well the night before, so I was pretty excited about what was going to happen, and I actually think it it worked out really well, and great turnout, a lot of excitement, amazing venue, and uh, great people, great people, great people, just great people, and so it was good. Um, I would give it a 9.2 out of 10 for kickoffs. Yeah, that's high. I would give it a... um without that bearded freak singing, um, maybe an eight. If he was not there, that would be a, a good nine, I, I think. Oh, okay. But anyway, um, so on the weekend, what was great about it was it was the first time we kind of laid out really what vision, mission looks like for South Point, where we're headed. And so what I wanted to do today was kind of go through the three S's that you had mentioned. Uh, and then it would be really helpful if if you could like kind of outline what that looks like realistically. Cause, um, lots of times you and me both have been in churches and we've been doing this for a little while where people do vision and mission a ton, but then there's no real like outflow on, well, what, what do am I actually supposed to do? And what does it looks like? And, and what are we really about? So, uh, yeah, if, if you want to kind of go over those three S's again and we can go back and forth on it and, and talk about it. Yeah. Oftentimes, um, those vision and mission statements make wonderful little banners, mm. uh, on the wall and, uh, you can print them nicely on a bulletin. Yeah. They also look wonderful on a website, but oftentimes it's kind of a once a year thought, mm. you know, kind of your, what do they call it? Vision Sunday. Yeah. You know, early January sometime and and you preach it once, and then you hope by happenstance that by the end of the year, we've thrown enough arrows at the dartboard mm. to hit the center. And so I think what we came up with for South Point is this idea of kind of simple church, mm. kind of fits into the, the yeses, and that we'd rather be masters of a couple things than a jack of lots of trades. And so we've really narrowed down to uh, the idea of a South Point social, South Point service. Hmm. And <laughs> Okay. Let, <laughs> this is really hard for the two of us because normally this is like, we're, we'll just we're, banter and I know, go we're trying and, too hard and, to be cool yeah, and, and be things. formal. Okay, so here's the thing. We, we have social services and uh, sessions. Yep. And the idea is that our sessions are kind of our once a month gathering to kind of connect people, hang out, have a good time, have a good laugh, 
you know, eat a good meal every once in a while, but mm. c- connect because I think there's, there's enough times in life where we are so busy. We're doing the busyness of life, yeah. right? We're coming, we're going, we're going to school. Then we're going to cr- extracurriculars. And if you have multiple kids, you have multiple extracurriculars. I know you, for example, you're always out running the kids back and forth and up and down and left and right. And I, have, I have multiple curriculars. <laughs> you're, you're it's a, crazy. You are, you literally have a multiple curriculum that you do after work. And it just involves yeah. driving your kids around. Full-time job. Full-time job. I'm not there yet, but we're on the verge of that. And, and so I think being intentional about connecting people in a larger context, I also think it brings a little bit of life to people yep. who realize that, that the church, um, South Point, but the church universally and globally is bigger than they think. And, mm-hmm. and somebody might walk in and go, oh my goodness, I didn't realize you came to South Point, or I didn't even realize you came to church. Yep. So that's the concept of, of the sessions, right? And then at the same time, we get to corporately worship yep. together. We get to corporately talk and discuss and hear about God and what God is doing. Um, maybe in a way that is more... Uh, how would you say like relevant or contemporary to you? Not even relevant because that's not, that's not the right way of putting it, but yeah, just in a way that is down to earth and conversational. I, I think what I really loved about it was that it wasn't, um, hmm. so for me, when I read the Bible, like I know the idea that, Oh, well, let's be the, the early church. Like, okay, that's cool. They didn't have any cars or like, cryptocurrency which i'm into by the way and um like all kinds of other stuff that really plagues the modern life sure so to be like let's go back there let's let's together let's get together in homes and do things like okay let's get together in homes but like it's it, this is like 2000 years later and it looks super different sure and it's still it's still the concept is still the same right yeah. gather together um but but you know we're not necessarily breaking bread and eating fish yeah and and you know busting out fruit and breaking it and sharing a pomegranate together um, <laughs> did you could you picture that, that was an intense visual i don't think i i pictured that. i was like oh he's cracking yeah. it open and, he's and, taking off that little film on top and of all the, the juice that yeah anyways yeah. It, but it's the idea of, of gathering together and and making it simple i think we've made church and gathering together so complicated and yet at the same time the pinnacle of our christian walk and i'm not there yeah i'm I'm just not there the pinnacle of my christian walk and my christian faith is not coming to church on a sunday and then checking it off and going nailed it i'm just not there did it used to be though i think it did me too i i think it did because it it just was. And I think we, we grew up that way. Yeah. And it was like that. I've done it, hmm. you know, like in Pentecostal circles where like, if you spoke in tongues, you, you're there, man. We, we're there. Shamala Hamala. <laughs> Shamala Hamala. Right. And so <laughs> that's kind of the, some of the, the preconceived ideas of, of, church that we want to break down and then on top of that just for people who you know maybe used to go to Sunday school used to go to church want them to come back and see that 
church isn't quite what they remembered. And so mm-hmm. that's what the that's what these self point sessions are about. Yep. Um, one of the things that we uh, the next thing on that list, another S, because mm-hmm. we're all about, you know. What are those alliterations? Is that what that is? Rick Warren alliterations. Yeah, yeah. I, I know Tegan is in love with. Yeah, Rick Warren. she's a um, she's a big fan of Rick Warren and alliterations. Yeah. So the next S is like a South Point social. Mm. Now this is actually an area that you're in charge of. Yeah. Um, so again, like, I think over the last sixteen months, like we've gotten to talk. A lot, well, we were talking before that, but over the last 16 months, we've talked a lot about a lot about like what what was working, what was not working. And I, I think that's what COVID really gave people the opportunity to do was to really kind of stop for a second and evaluate some things. Um, and I, I think, you know, for me, I was, well, I'd always been evaluating things, uh, but in a very cynical way. Um, Stop it. Not you. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll tell you that story later. But um, I think what it, it showed us was like, okay, when it comes to things like people gathering together, like the most immediate need for people is connection. Mm-hmm. Connection to God, connection to people. That's the most important thing. But then like, especially in the last few positions that I had, like the pressure was around, like, you have to build curriculum. You gotta, you gotta get people connected. You gotta get them, you know, watching videos together and doing things and learning and growing and all that other they stuff. Obviously and need to go through a Beth Moore study. Beth Moore studies, you know, um, right now media and, and not, not that there's anything wrong with any of that stuff. Not like, at all. I, I think people learn from those things, but there is this innate pressure in churches where it's like, well, you have to grow. You have to grow. And so you need to be constantly filling your head and your mind with stuff to grow. And I think, you know, people get to points where they are either filling themselves up with a ton of different stuff all of the time so that they can, you know, grow. And then they become these guys that become the disciples of like uh, Stephen Furtick or like, um, you know, any popular pastor on the planet. And so they know how to quote it them they know how to like you know go to uh, their instagram page did you see the latest sermon did you listen to the you know latest worship song and you're like oh, okay look, that's fine but at the end of it it's like well are you actually getting to know jesus or is it just you're getting to know this other person who's a podcast pastor and are you getting to actually have significant relationships with people and so with the socials what we try to do is actually take away um a lot of the blockers around people going like some people don't like the idea of sitting down, opening up the Bible and then going through and asking a ton of questions. Okay. Some people already have social anxiety about being around people. So the idea of being there and just kind of staring at a screen, um, it, you're already nervous. That's the only reprieve. And then you get nervous again. Uh, and after 16 months of nothing or whatever it is, like, I think people just need to get together and actually hang out and talk. Like break bread, be together, do your thing, um, get to know each other. If it comes out of it that you want to study something, awesome. If it is simply that you just need a place to just hang out with some folks and be around people that might have a relationship with Jesus too, I think that is a win in and of itself. And just a just a question. Yeah. Um, when is um, the last time non church communion mm. have you broken bread 
non-church communion. Yeah. Like when, because you just said, let's get together and break bread. Break bread. When have we broken bread? Well, so again. It, like I, break pizza. Yeah. I'm I, all about that I, pizza life or tea in. Exactly. Right? And, and I Or, th- a, oh, a good dim sum. Uh, Do you like dim sum? I can't you, remember. You... I'm speaking, speak, speaking my heart. I'm speaking your language. Okay. So, uh, so that's the point. Right. Is like a thing like communion now has been reserved for a church service. So, like, oh, get together, go, you know, break bread and drink, you know, Welsh's grape juice and call it a day. Oh, we participated in it together. The origins of communion are not that. It's very much people got together and actually had a meal. So much so, I think it's First Corinthians 11. Paul's telling all the Corinthians, like, hey, rich people. Stop drinking everything and eating everything because I, I get it. You don't work. You're rich. But the poor people who are Christians too are coming out here to actually have this meal with you and you've eaten everything. So be considerate. So it's a literal meal. And I actually think that there's precedent to say like, that's really what, when Jesus says, you know, do this in remembrance of me. It's doing it in a communal meal that way and having it, you know, be very yeah. relaxed and, and good. Well, one of the, the things that's around our house um, is uh, my wife makes the occasional poster mm. sign. And uh, we have a sign directly above our kitchen table Yep, that says, our tables will become our churches. Mm-hmm. And this idea that we just gather around a good meal. A barbecue in a backyard. Yeah. Living life together, talking about what God has done in our lives, sharing prayer times together, sharing prayer needs together. And all those things are the church. And like I said, we've made it so complicated. So we've made it so formulated. Um, And to be truthful, we've we've produced it to an extent Mm -hmm. that I think we've missed the boat quite a bit. You can't just say we've produced it and jump over that. So, (laughs) so what do you mean by produced it? Well, okay. So the, the irony of that statement is that we are literally doing a podcast, which is produced and we gather on a, uh, once a month Sunday. Yeah. And there's somewhat of that is produced. Sure. Right. But I think what we've done is we have created an entertainment value, a um, almost movie production. Mm-hmm. And the reason I, I say that, is, and I feel that way is because I don't think that back in the early church, when people went to church or, or, or gathered together, I don't think they, walked away and said, you know, I didn't really like the song that <laughs> Timothy sang this morning. He sucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, um, you know, pastor Paul's message today, eh, that was for somebody else. It oh. wasn't really good for me. I didn't really like it. Did you um, see the guy that died? <laughs> Fell right? the window crazy. Or did you, you know, or, um, you know, I'm not sure that my tithe is going to the best place right mm. now. If we've, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we've created these environments that have become very consumeristic. Yep. And, and I don't, to be honest, I don't know how to fully get away from that. Because that is somewhat of our world. I, I like to be entertained. Yep. I like to have a good time. 
I like to have a good time when I go to church. I like to, you know, so there is a, there's a component of that um, that is part of that. But the reality is when, when it comes to coming to church, it's, it's actually not about me. Right. It's actually about God and it's about the people around me. And we're all trying to get to closer to God, closer to Jesus, knowing him more, um, you know, worship through a song that you don't like. Yep. Um, pull something out of a sermon that you're like, you know, this didn't hit home for me, but you know what? There's still some really good principles in there that I can apply to my life and then take and take with me and bring to my neighbors and yep. bring to my workplace and, and, and bring to my family dynamic. Um, and so trying to find the balance between entertainment and consumeristic, um, almost watching and then leaving mm. versus um, engaging and then living. Yep. And that's kind of what I want. I want South Point to be is, is a church that engages and then goes and lives it. Um, and that's kind of leads us into the third yep. S, which is this service component that now there's multiple layers of service. Um, and I think the the easiest level of service and the one that makes people the most comfortable is the one where the church provides the opportunity. So like um, movie sure. in the park. Okay. Okay. So at South Point on September the 10th, our church is volunteering. Plug. To, for, Plug. Yeah. Plug. I thought it was pretty strong. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, thank awesome. you. Um, we're volunteering our, 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 our manpower. We're making popcorn, and we're going to serve our community in a very practical, mm -hmm. fun, engaging way. And the idea is not, not that we're serving by giving popcorn. We're serving by giving back to the community. We're also serving in the opportunities that we can have in conversations with people to say, hey, this is what we do. This right. is why we're doing it. We're not looking for money. We're not looking for this. We just want to connect with you and hang out. Yep. So that's an easy service, right? Um, missions trips that are provided for churches in the day, back in the day, or yep. even now. You're like, it's easy. Oh, let me either give you money or raise money and we'll all go together. Yep. But I want to go deeper than that. I think it's so important that we go after our neighbors and not in a stand on the soapbox, preaching the gospel, waving your finger. Right. But, well, here's a, here's an example. Give it to me. Yesterday I had a coffee at Starbucks and I walked in with somebody and my neighbor mm -hmm. was sitting there with her boss who's from BC and she is... Not a churchgoer. Yep. She doesn't attend church. She said she grew up, she thinks she went to a United Church. Nice. I said, great. She said to me, hey, with very, like, real excitement, how did your Sunday go? Yeah. One, she knew that we were kicking off our Sunday. Yep. She knows I'm a pastor. I don't hide it. All that kind of stuff. She knows all of that. She said, how did your Sunday go? And she said it right in front of her boss. And her boss said, oh, you're a pastor. I said, yeah, just, uh, you know, church plant, blah, blah, blah. And her, and her boss was like, that's awesome. And then she looked at her employee there and she goes, how did you know that they have a church? Because apparently her boss is a Christian. Right. 
And so it was just this cool thing that to see. And the person that was with me for coffee looked at me like, that was pretty cool. Like that your neighbor knows who you are, what you do, but she even knows about your life. Like yeah. that she knew, they knew about my dad passing. And they came over and they apologized. Yeah. We're so sorry. And, and the point of service it, for me is living your life with the people around you. It doesn't have to be freaky. It doesn't have to be, uh, what did you say? Shamala Hamala yeah. all the time. It doesn't have to be this ridiculous preach Jesus to them all the time. It could be just living your life in a way that makes them go, hmm. 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 Yeah, like, imagine that, like, the uh, Great Commission, like, oh, go and make disciples. And the Greek there is, like, in your going. Like, as you live your life, make disciples. Right, but I think people see that passage and think that instantly they now have to become a pastor, prophet, preacher, teacher, in the sense of, like, oh, man, if I don't check this off my list again. If mm-hmm. I don't do this thing, I'm a failure. And if, if, if I know that there is a lot of people out there that if they know that they can't do from their perspective, that the right way, yeah, they won't even start because it feels overwhelming. Yes. And what you're talking about though, I, I think like for most people, I think they think that it's going to be more comp. It's, it has to be more complicated than that, right? Like, because for years, especially if anybody has any kind of church background, um, that's how they painted it. It was like, hey, yeah, you can talk to your neighbor and do life and love them, know their kids, like do all those things. Yeah, that's pretty average. But you know what you should do? Get on a plane and go to Africa and like take over the world. Or even for, uh, I think, you know, us growing up, we had, I think the big thing was youth conventions. We're uh, all going to be world changers. History makers. History I'm going to be. And you'd cry yep. and you'd be like, send me to all the pagans. Like it, it was, it was so emotional and, and so And then when crazy. you hit your first wall or yeah. you hit your first kickback, you were like, oh no. Oh, oh I, no. I'm a failure. What was I doing? Yeah. And then you pulled back. Well, because it was, all right, this is what you got to do. Go change the world. But instead of it being like, hey, you know, just bring your faith with you wherever you go. It was, all right, here's the deal. And, and I, you know, pastoring for a long time, like you saw this, especially on the mission trip side of it. I mean, one time I remember we went somewhere and the, uh, the mission organization we went with, literally it was going to people's houses finding sick people and saying, do you want to get healed? And they were like, oh, well, they're sick. Like, what do you think they're going to say? And they were like, great. If that's what you want to do, then you have to say the sinner's prayer. <laughs> and then after that, they would pray for the person, but then do a check mark on a stat like, oh, hey, this was it. And for people, I think our age, you know, even younger, like that feels so disingenuous and wrong. And what I love about the idea of the service component for our church is like, no, we're literally just saying like, love people. Yeah. Just be a good neighbor. Like you don't have to do anything crazy. Just be consistent and be there. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I think when the, when the Bible talks about having eyes to see and ears to hear, 
that's what leads us into our theme for the year mm. about being intentional. Yep. So to be intentionally aware of moments where you can speak life, speak mm. encouragement, just shut up and listen. Yeah. Um, spend time with those who are mourning. Yeah. Rejoice with those who are rejoicing. And honestly, that sounds like it's easy, but how many people do we know who can't rejoice when someone else is succeeding? How many people? I, I struggle with empathy. I, I really yeah. do. But I need to be able to learn how to mourn with those who are mourning. And, and, and so all of those things are just leading life. It's, it's about mm. leading in the intentionality of knowing that I'm going to... My neighbor's outside. I see him mowing his lawn. Do I ignore him or do I take two seconds and and pop my head over the fence and say, yeah. hey, how's it going? Right? Bob. Well, his name's Darcy. Oh, Darcy. But I, you know. Um, Perfect example, though. So you said hi to Darcy. Carrie and I were, I think we were fighting or, some, or something was going on. And... I go outside because our door, I had to, anyway, that's a whole other story. But so I go outside to go get our, our photo booth. Oh, Saturday. I was having yeah. a meltdown. Okay. And that and, sounds more reasonable. Yeah. And, and I see my, well, because anyway, mm-hmm. and, and I see my neighbor, Tim, who's out there shirtless, like making a, a outdoor patio furniture. And I literally was at the point where like, I didn't make the right decision. I was like, I wouldn't say hi, Tim. I was like, I'm going back inside because I do not want to talk to Tim because I'll end up saying something crazy. Right. And, uh, you know, so, so th- I, I think it's important for people listening to know, like, we're not looking for like knockout perfection all the time. No. You, well, who is? Who's, per- who's perfect? I, I think people have that, uh, that idea that like church, Christianity, if you're if you're not doing things properly, then you don't deserve to be in it. But isn't that the mentality that has made church people look kind of crazy in the first place? Yeah. Of we we have to be perfect. You you and I both know that all hell breaks loose on the way to church all the time, right? Kids and fighting and all that kind of stuff. And then when we get to church, we put on this like ha 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 pancakes uh mentality and we we put it on like everything was perfect yeah and even pastors like you just said you basically you basically had a meltdown that's normal yeah like that is a normal state of life and if we can come to the the idea that we're just as normal as the pagan as you said like as the my neighbor who might have mental health issues. Yeah. Well, guess what? So do I sometimes. Or, or you know, have needs and have bad days and good days. Like, we've we've tried to make it this perfectionist thing, and it's not. And and guess what? And I'm going to say it. Okay. Ready? I'm going to oh, say it. Okay, oh you ready? Gosh, I'm so nervous. No, don't be. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay not to have the right words to say all the time. Mm. It's okay not to know 785 scriptures off the top of your head for that right moment that sounds trite when you're actually saying it. Yeah. You know? I love it. And so that's what the goal of South Point is, is to be social together. 
to serve our community and serve our neighbors, serve the people we and, and serve our families properly and and with with love and respect. Hmm. And, and to come together with the occasional session, have some fun, connect again. And all of that takes intentionality. It, it it's intentional to go out on a date with your wife when you've been married for X amount of years. It's intentional to spend time with your kids when you need to, even though you're tired and you're exhausted. It's in, you need to be intentional about investing in your coworkers and the people mm. around them and, and finding out not just, hey, how's your day going? And then walking away to really care. To, it's intentional about, you know, your neighbors and the people around you. It's in, it, you have to be intentional about engaging with your community like mm. in Stonebridge um, because it's very easy for us to just say, well, let them come to us. Right they don't well no and i don't think they ever will at this point like so i i love it i think so so that's where we're we're headed for the year and i'm really excited about it i think there's going to be a lot of good and over the next um you know like i said weeks years months uh you did say century centuries millennia um we're going to flesh out what intentional looks like for the year right um, so we'll do that on podcasts. We'll do that through, you know, the stuff we do on, on weekends, uh, through socials, all that other stuff. So, um, really excited about it. I'm glad that we're doing, uh, this whole thing together and, uh, just a warning for everybody. I think from week to week, this is not going to be so serious all the time. Um, because, Normally, our conversations have a lot more <laughs> laughter and They're craziness. They're not normally this, but we wanted to set set a certain tone. Yeah. The, if people knew how close we were actually sitting to one another right now, too, like, I can see so clearly into your eyes, and I'm impressed. Well, okay. by my eyes? <laughs> well, just... My soul. Your fa- your facial features are outstanding. Mm. Okay, that guy. <laughs> anyway, okay, thanks go. for listening. Have a great day, everybody. See you, guys. See you next week. Bye.